0: Hey guys, so I didn't go and see the Barbie movie tonight or today uh, because my mom wanted to see it and she wanted to see it for her birthday. So her, my older sister, my older sister's uh, daughter, my niece, uh, they went and saw it. My brother-in-law went with them, but uh, from what it sounds like, as um, I just adjust the camera here, you know, from what it sounds like, he didn't go with, he didn't go and see it. From what it sounds like, I could be wrong, but uh, yeah, he yeah most they basically went and saw it, and I told my mom before she left that from what I understood, from what I heard online, there was some criticism towards the end, and she wanted to see that for herself, or at least you know the ending you know might might make her wonder like why did they put that in there, and so she called me up afterwards not once but twice, they told me there was nothing wrong with it and tried to explain. That, you know, it's not what you think it is. And look, I'm I'm not going to sit here and argue anything. I'm not going to sit here and argue that people have different takes on the film. People could look at it one way and people could look at it the other. But the fact of the matter is, I think what keeps a lot of people from really enjoying this, I mean, don't get me wrong, this is one of the biggest films of the summer, if not the year. No doubt. And probably going to get, an, you know... A, a numerous amount of Oscar nominations, if not Golden Globe nominations, uh, in the future. But, you know, I, I, I think what really prevented it from being, you know, the success, it really could have been more so than what it is now. I mean, it surpassed the Mario Brothers movie. That's, not, that's a surprise in itself. But it wasn't, you know, wasn't strong enough to stay at, stay at top. If you will, like it's been doing so over for the past month, uh, it wasn't strong enough to stay a, afloat on top uh, over this weekend because apparently Blue Beetle out um, outsold it. Now, you know, like I said, people now, like I said, some people can have the different views of the film, but I think what really prevented Barbie from staying on top, even with the debut of movies like Blue Beetle and and such, I think what prevented you know, it from getting more money in its box office is the fact that basically there's a, there's a mixed signal going on. Like, you know, you're hearing one thing about the Barbie movie, mostly the ending, and then you're hearing something else. And I tried to basically tell my mom on the phone and even my sister to an extent, you know, what I was trying to say, that basically this is how people saw it and everything, But, of course, my older sister, she probably had a little bit to drink and all that, and she likes to be very opinionated, didn't want to let me have a word in edgewise. Didn't let me get a word in edgewise or anything. So, you know, even my mom was like, don't worry, I'll talk to you when I get home. But, you know, again, I'm not trying to say that people are in the right or the wrong. I think what it is, is that Greta Gurin, I think that's her name, the director behind the film, I think she needed to make it more clearer exactly what the movie was about. Because you could look at it and say, well, it feels more like a satire, but with a bit of drama and comedy, but with a bit of drama, I should say, uh, thrown in there. Like, it's it's a satire comedy, it's like a parody, if you will, but with a bit of drama thrown in there. It's like, if she could have just said, hey, it's a satire drama, like, don't take what you're seeing here seriously, it's you know, were making fun of things, but we also have a message to go along with it, or several message, several messages to go along with it. I think if she would have made it more clear that it fell in that category, I don't think anybody would be critical about it because then they'd be able to go and see it and say, "Oh, but we we can't we shouldn't take this ending seriously because from what we understand, it's a satire and you know some of it you know you know so you know so it does have a message and everything, but it does it's a satire." It's what it is. It's a satire. It's a spoof, basically. It's a spoof. You know. You know. Long story short, it's a spoof. You know. Let's let's be honest. But it, you know, people don't look at it that way. They look at it as a dramedy, a comedy drama, if you will, and they have a right to to, to look at it that way too, and they have a right to feel the way they do about it. But again, the, again, I think what really gets people is the criticism. You know, it's the mixed signals that it got. I mean, even Wikipedia even Wikipedia brings up some of the um, some of the uh, the philosophy you know, the themes and analysis, you know and all that. You know, according to what it says some reviews for the film saw it as a satire that pokes fun at capitalism, while others perceived it as a satire that cleverly uses capitalistic themes. So in other words, that's so in other words, if that would have been straight up what this movie was going to be, you know, and people might say that's what it was, but if they would have just said, "Hey, it's a satire with a with a bit of drama thrown in there and a message." And a message, I don't think anybody would have been, you know, afraid to go see it. Or well, not afraid to go see it, but I don't think people would be reluctant even later on in its theatrical lifespan to go see it. I don't think anybody would be afraid of it. You know, quite honestly. You know, I don't think anybody would be, like, too critical about it and say, oh, well, the Barbies didn't learn nothing here. You know, what was the point of all that? No, they'd be like, oh, pfft, the Barbies not learning anything. That That's the joke. That's the joke. That that That's the joke of the story. That's the satire. That's the spoof of the story. They didn't learn anything because, you know, the dolls, they don't think for themselves. Kind of thing. And, and that's about it. That's about it, that basically the joke the satire joke is oh the barbies really didn't learn anything because they're still playthings they're still dolls that don't think for themselves that they own that the, the the humans that play with them will think of them as the way they want them to be and that's it no offense when i say that but you got plenty of people talking about talking about it as as well like for example the feminism uh, according to some people like Katie Pickles of The conversation Observed that Barbie shows how the uh, shows how the monarchy can be quote as bad as the patriarchy with the kens being the objectified and excluded sex in Barbie land. It also states that she further comments that the true heroes were outcasts such as Weird Bobby and Alan who deprogrammed the Barbies from tolerating the status quo. And it says that uh, she believes that this aligns with Green's uh, G- G- uh, Gurin's concept of feminism where everyone stands in the sunshine. That's one look at it. Uh, Jack Butler of the National Review rejected the perception of the film as shallow man-hating in Repulsive Secreed and argued that the film is instead post-feminist satire of what feminists imagine a perfect world looking like and what they imagine male dominance is like. Noted that in the real world, Ken is rebuffed in all his attempts to join the male hierarchy that perpetually, domin- uh, perpetually dominates the world. He must return to Barbieland to institute it. What he institutes there is so shallow that it collapses almost as quickly as it's set up. He says. Meanwhile, though Robbie's Barbie, uh, he says. Meanwhile, though Robbie's Barbie restores femi- female dominance in Barbieland, she chooses not to stay there, electing instead to become fully human. So basically, again, basically, you know what they're saying is that the satire, the, the message and the, the satirist message, if you will, out of all this is that the Barbie, uh, Margaret, Marguerite Robbie's uh, character is like, uh, yeah, you guys have Barbie Land. You figure out what you're gonna do on your own. I'm gonna go and know what it's like to be real. I'm gonna go and know what it's like to be human. Know what. You know, you know, discover the differences, the equalities, and stuff like that. You know, the, so the satire is like, yeah, uh, can you stay on Barbie land and you can't, you know, go back to your status quo, stuff like that, or whatever. That's how some people perceive it. That's how some people perceive it. Now, it goes on to also say that many journalists coupled Barbie with the Eras tour by Taylor Swift for the concurrent representation of retextualized mainstream femininity. Michelle Goldberg of the New York Times described the launch of the film of the tour, the wave of public reception, and associated critical uh, discourses as the biggest cultural f- uh, f- phenomena of, of, t- of the 2023 summer, explaining that beneath the slick, exuberant pop surfaces, both the film and the tour tell female coming-of-age stories marked by ex- sexual crisis and bitter confrontations with sexism. Uh, they say oh, uh, Ben Sar- Sarasso considers both the works as critiques and. Pa- uh, critiques and. Uh, uh, what's the. Word? I'm trying to read. and I don't know why I just said the word earlier. Uh, patriarchy. Uh, uh, as critiques of patriarchy. While Tila Lakritz, a business insider, said both of them reclaim girlhood without rescinding power. Similarly, Chris Williams stated that both use. Uh, patriarchy as the subject of irony while being utterly friendly to and welcoming of men as much as anybody, eventually becoming a billion dollar earning phenomenon. You know, so that's the feminist parts they criticize on. Here's the interesting here in the Los Angeles Times, this is about the masculinity. In the Los Angeles Times, Gene Guerrero presented a subtext to the film's uh, 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 feminist exterior. In which a world that disregards men and their feelings is an inverted form of patriarchy and also cruel. And added, the film is a rare product of mainstream culture that invites men to reimagine masculinity for their own sake. It also acknowledges the identity crisis and loss of hope, economic promise, and life purpose among American men. These struggles are often ignored by progressiveness, but conveniently and po- poisonly exploited by right wing. Uh, man, man influence from Andrew Tate to Josh Harlan. It says, The film's rep, uh, reception has focused on its message of women's empowerment, but what makes it a radical story is that it also invites women to reimagine feminism so that it doesn't ignore male struggles. So, so again, So again, if she would have said, as the director, without spoiling anything, as the director, without spoiling anything, and even the stars of the film, without saying much, would have just said, hey, it's not what you really think it is. It is more to it that supports men and women and the equality, you know, and how one over the one, you know, uh, ruling over the other doesn't work and everything or whatever. If they would at least give us a hint of that and even said, oh, by the way, it's a satire film, don't take it seriously, then I don't think anybody would be too critical about it. I don't think they would be. I think if they would have been told, it's going to have this kind of a message, it's about this a little bit, and not give much away, but also say, yeah, it's also one of those films that falls under the satire, parody, spoof category, I don't think anybody would be judgmental about it. I don't think anybody would be criticizing the ending as much. Because basically, a lot of people look at that ending, not with Barbie becoming a human or anything, but they look at the ending with the Barbies re- you know, taking uh, control back of Barbie Land as not learning anything. Like, hey, you were just under the uh, rule of the Kins, like they were under you. Uh, have you not learned anything? And apparently to some people they haven't. So I think if they would have just said, I think if the director would have just made it clearer that this is a satire film with a bit of drama in it, but it has a message, I don't think anybody would be too critical about it. I don't think so. Uh, Nicholas B- Alice also says from the Psychology Today that Barbie provides a relative nuanced portrayal of masculinity in two cases that resonate with issues and concerns frequent in clinical psychology and therapy. In the first case, which concerns the overvaluation of a woman's gaze and attention on male a sense of self-esteem and even an ex- external a sense of identity. Ken turns to... Uh, Oh, hold on a Ken turns to popularly uh, pactual, uh, expression and masculinity dominance over other men, women, or objects because he doesn't receive the same attractiveness, worth, and general self value he wants from Barbara's gaze and attention. In the second case, which concerns the relationship to sh- to shame or existential solitude, and the conversion to sex as soothing. When Barbie approaches Ken in the third act of the film for consolation, he interprets it as sexual events and tries to kiss her, which Doctor Ballas likened to the same way that shame quickly can uh, be can quickly morph into resentment and anger. Here we see loneliness and ex- uh, anger being converted into a sexual pee for sex to solve and resolve these bad feelings. So again. So again, if they would have just said there's a message in there, it's about there's a lesson about you know making sure everybody is on the same wavelength, if you will. There's no dominance over the other, and then also add in that along with those that message, it's a, it's also a satire, spoof, parody film. You know, I, again, I don't think anybody would have been against it. I don't think anybody would be critical about the ending, and I guarantee you, in my opinion people would be more willing to see the movie once again in, if not for the first time, you know, throughout this week and prevent something like Blue Beetle from toppling it. That's just my opinion. Uh, finishing this off, it says, uh, Megan Garber of The Atlantic found Ken in his journey of self-discovery mimics adolescence, describing like any teenager, Ken is figuring out who he is and, is, and trying the world's possibilities on for size. But his immaturity is not contained, and that is a problem, and and that and this is its problem, I should say, and this is its problem. His adolescent approach to the world, instead of his adolescent approach to the world, instead of inflicts itself on everyone else. Gavron concluded that Ken, that Ken embodies a core idea in the film, that patriarchy is a profound form of immaturity. Uh, Ilion Dokrmen of Time noted that Ken's radicalization resembles the men's rights movement, particularly in his feelings of emasculinity and evangelicalism of the patriarchy. In other words, these people here's the thing, these people, in my opinion, give someone like me more of a reason to want to see this movie because at least when I hear it from them, I can understand okay, Ken, he doesn't you know, he doesn't grasp The fact that, you know, even though he's meant to be with Barbie in his mind, in his mind, that he doesn't grasp that that's not always the case. That because they are dolls to be played with, that Barbie could be anything she wants. And that Ken could be anything he wants. They don't always have to be with each other. But because you don't have the director, or even, you know, the cast in some capacity... Kind of send that message out of, hey, when you go see this, don't take what you see in it the wrong way. Look at it from this perspective and that perspective and all that. And also mostly as a satire, then, you know, you'll have an understanding of why we went this direction. I think if they would have given that message, you know, know, more clearer, then things would be better. If you know what I mean. But, you know, they didn't do that. They didn't really do that as much. And that's why you see some people like, let's say, Angry Joe, uh, John Campia, You know, they'll say the movie's good, but they'll say that that ending is not good. I mean, John Campia did a whole, um, I guess you could say, character dissection of the movie for Barbie, basically pointing out that Barbie is the true antagonist. That she doesn't realize she and the fellow Barbies are the reason the Kens did this. That the Kens, they see, you know, or Ken himself sees that, oh my gosh, in the real world, you know, we're all pretty much equal, just about, well, with a few exceptions. With a few exceptions, if you will. But that there's more out there. He sees, even though he gets it from the wrong, you know, areas, he sees that men are not, you know, treated as objects. They're not objectified. But he takes it the wrong way. He takes it the wrong way. Like he has good intentions. But he takes it the wrong way. For example. I sent this to my mom. And this is from. uh, Reddit. This is from reddit.com. Just a few weeks ago. Just a few weeks ago. Actually 22 days ago. This is what they said. And I quote. This is from. uh, Who is it from? Um, Who posted this? was posted at True Film on Reddit. Uh, but this is posted by Among Imuwa, but this is what they said. They said the bar the headline was The Barbie ending doesn't sit right. This is what they said, and I quote Okay, first off, a lot of the conservative talking points about the Barbie movie are that it's anti men are intuitively false. The message clearly conveyed throughout the film, i.e. Ken's arc, is that the, uh, is that the uh, patriarchy is damaging to both men and women, overtly so for women. While, in, while it forces men into the toxic masculinity we now associate with being unable to express emotions and forced into sort of hyper-masculine displays which is clearly parodied in the film to draw attention to how it distracts from one individual's identity. However, could and, However, could anyone explain how the ending of the film isn't uh, mysterious or confusing or doesn't make sense? Not referring to the stereotypical Barbie in her conversation with Ken, which drew attention to the aforementioned mentioned points, but more so to how throughout the entire film, Barbies treat Ken ends, Barbies treat Kens as second-class citizens, they subjugate them to their own lesser part of town, that they haven't even heard of, and they do not hold any positions within the society. The ending of the film is a return to the status quo, with President Barbie essentially saying, no, you can't have any position of power, the Supreme Court, but you could still be subordinate in a more meaningful capacity. So essentially, all is well again in Barbie land, as the constitution enshrining oppression of the Kansas is reinstated, but at least... They can wear judge robes now. Oh. Or oh, but at least they can wear judge robes now. L. Oh. To be fair, the Ken's were essentially just insurrections, actions or insurrectionists, but the previous status quo was the equivalent just opposite. What could the movie have Why could the movie have not just ended with let's enfranchise all members of Barbie Land so everyone can work towards the betterment of society. To be clear, I think pretty much all claims of Barbie movie being anti-men are unfounded, and I quite enjoyed most of the subtext. But the ending does not sit right with me, but perhaps I'm missing something. And there you go. You know, this person here basically says, look, you know, I enjoyed the film, it's just that the ending is confusing. It's confusing. It's like, okay, if you're going to show that things are changing, that if you're going to show that You know the barbies are not going to you know uh as he puts it here not give any position of power to the kin and but they still could be supported in a more meaningful capacity in other words i.e now they can wear a judge robe and step in if they have to uh once in a while you know what what i what i'm getting here basically is them saying you know them basically saying well if You know, if there is a change, if you're saying, hey, you could be more supportive, you could have a little bit more say in what happens, but not much. Like, you can go from having a 5% say or 15% say to a 30% say or whatever, then why not show it? Instead of hinting at it and giving a confusing, you know, a confusing, very disgusting, very like, you know, very like, you know, okay, what was the point here ending with the reinconstitu- reinstatement of the Barbies back in power, and the only thing to really rectify things, to make things better is, oh, you'll, you can have more say, but not showing it, I think that's what gets people angry. I think that's what gets people angry. So what I'm trying to, so what I'm trying to get here is, uh, like I said, if they would have made it more clearer when promoting the film, and even after the film was out, made it more clearer that, hey, you know, don't take it this way, you know, there's a message in there about, you know, equality, being, you know, on the same wavelength and not being dominant over the other and and everything and trying to build to something better, you know, if they would have at least said, hey, there's that kind of a message in there without spoiling anything, as well as even say on top, oh, yeah, by the way, this is a satire film. Don't take much of what you see in here seriously. Then I don't think it would, I don't think the ending, most of all, would have gotten the criticism it got. You know, I think this movie would still be at number one as we speak if it would have been more clearer about what the message would be in the end. But that's just my opinion on it. That's just my opinion on it. But let me know what your guys' thoughts are. What did you think? For some of you that did see it, do you kind of see exactly where people are coming from when it comes to the ending? Or do you think maybe people are making too much of a big deal out of nothing? And maybe they're just viewing it, you know, the wrong way. Let me know down below in the comments, as well as the live chat during the premiere. Like the video. You will get a version of this in my B.W. Rose's Discussions podcast. And until then, guys, I will talk to y'all later.